Welcome to Amazon Ads Raw Daily with your host, Alex. Good morning and welcome everyone to Amazon Ads Raw Daily. It is Friday and it's the end of the prime week in July. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the end of the prime week and what Amazon reported as their biggest sales day ever on Amazon. We're going to talk about Amazon Luna, which is the cloud gaming service Amazon has introduced. And we talk a little bit about Amazon ads optimizations after prime day. So listen in, stay tuned and let's go. So first of all, um, if you check out the Amazon press center, which I highly recommend everyone to subscribe to. Um, Amazon says the first day of Prime Day was the single largest sales day ever on Amazon, helping make this the biggest Prime Day ever event. So the first day was better than the second day. Is something you can read out of that. And both days combined made it the biggest Prime Day event ever. The report Members purchased more than 375 million items worldwide and saved more than 2.5 billions on millions of deals across the Amazon store. So how much revenue did Amazon make? They don't say it. But if you anticipate maybe an average purchase value or average uh, selling price of an item being $20 or something like that, then this would be $6 billion or roughly a little bit more, seven, even $7 billion um, in total revenue, which I'm not even sure if that can be correct or whatever. Um, but yeah, they say $2.5 billion in savings and usually the savings are around 25%, 30%. So yeah, maybe you can also multiply it with were free and then you would end up with 7.5 billions in revenue um so it seems amazon has had a very very good day um inside the press release they also uh, mentioned that um merchants who participated in prime day activities in aggregate experienced a 10x increase in daily buy with prime orders and so on eight times increase in daily revenue from those orders during the prime day event period versus month before we announced prime day so an very odd comparison to be honest comparing a sales event with a certain time in the last months before they announced this sales event they announced it uh, let's see when did they announce it. So they announced it on June 24th, June 21. So basically they compare, they compare, uh, month over month, you could say. So they compare the July numbers with the June numbers. Um, but instead of saying this, they say before we announce Prime Day. Anyways, um, 
the press release here doesn't say too much more. They talk about how much customers um, uh, saved and so on and so forth, and that it was the biggest sales day ever. And I hope you all had a great Prime Day as well. And I hope you could sell lots of units because it's all about the units as we know. And that leads into our... It's actually not leading into our second news for today, but uh, uh, the second news I want to talk with you about today is Amazon Luna. If you have not heard about Luna, which I haven't until two days ago, Amazon Luna is a service. And let's check out... Wait a second. I'm going to read how Amazon self-describes the Luna service and you can go on amazon.com slash luna slash landing dash page this will give you the overview um it says play your favorite games straight from the cloud amazon luna gets you play your favorite games on devices you already own play now with prime play now with prime play fortnite and a rotating selection of games included with amazon prime and then you'll see that in Amazon Luna, there is actually a couple of things included. One is Luna Plus, which is a $9.99 per month dollar service, which includes more games. You would not understand that it includes more games, but I've looked into it. And if you subscribe to Luna Plus, you will have more games than with just Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming basically is just a... Mm, let's say entry whatever thing so um it offers five games five not very great games to be honest uh one of that one of the games is fortnite which i personally think is a good game um but fortnite is for free anyhow so i don't need to play that on luna unless i don't have any other device i can play it on um then maybe this is interesting um so yeah, there's Luna Plus, which is the subscription-based gaming service. It's integrated with Ubisoft. Ubisoft Plus. Ubisoft is a big, big um, publisher. They have lots of uh, huge um, IPs. Uh, for example, they have the Assassin's Creed IP. They have the Far Cry IP. They have the um, uh, Watchdog. Uh, IP divisions. So Ubisoft is actually one of the uh, yeah, bigger uh, bigger publishers you can um, uh, uh, collaborate on. Um, and it seems if you have the Ubisoft Plus account or subscription, you can also now play these games on Luna. How does it work? Um, Luna is a website where you can go onto. It's luna.amazon.com or amazon.de for my uh, case. And then you can select the games you want to play. And you can either play them directly on the computer if you have a connected controller. Or you can play them on your TV with the Fire TV stick. And all of this technology is actually not new at all. Really not new at all. Cloud gaming and cloud-based gaming services 
is around for a while now. And I can tell you that because I'm a gamer and I know about this stuff a little bit. And I remember that five or six years ago, uh, we even pitched a cloud gaming provider um, back in the times. And then I was one of the uh, few users of Google Stadia, which was also a cloud gaming service. Um, similar to Luna, um, I paid like 10 bucks a month for the Google Stadia Plus, And I had access to all of their games. And every month there were new games released to the Plus members. But after three years, Google decided to shut down the Stadia service. As it seems, they couldn't onboard as much people as they like to. I believe they had lots of people playing on Stadia. But for Google... I think it's not enough to have 10 millions, 20 millions or 50 millions people playing and using your service. You have to find the billion user uh, kind of thing. Um, if you think about all the other Google services and apps and so on, they, they are all massive and Google is most likely shutting down on things which are small and not growing uh, in the right directions. That's why they shut down Google Stadia. And now there's a couple of other competitors on this field as well. You have GeForce Now, which is also a cloud gaming service. And then I think Xbox and PlayStation also do start offering these kind of services. Because let's be honest here, guys, and this is my true opinion on cloud gaming. This is the future. No one has to buy any devices anymore. I don't have to buy a new high-end computer. I don't have to buy a new console anymore. All the games will be hosted in the cloud, meaning they will be played in, they will be um, um, installed in a data center. And I just access this data center and this device remotely um, over, over a connection from my device. And then this is streamed this uh, uh, um, uh, the game is then streamed to my TV and I can control it and I can play it. Um, I just had a discussion uh, about this and there there might be some caveats to this if you're really competitive gaming and uh, competitive shooting gaming and it's really about latency and these kind of things, then maybe cloud gaming might not be the ideal solution. But for... I believe the majority of players out there are 80% plus latency is not the biggest problem. They either play solo or if they play multiplayer, then it's not about a half a second of reaction time. So I truly believe that in 10, 20 years, nobody is owning or the majority will not own any gaming devices anymore and everything is going to be hosted in the cloud and these gaming cloud services will be the future will amazon luna be the future if you ask me currently i would say no why do i say this because what i get with prime gaming is basically four games which looks like from the 90s uh for most of the uh, there's one game which looks like from the 90s there's a hot wheels unleashed game which i I'm not sure if that's really a good one. There's, as I said, Fortnite, which I can play everywhere for free. So why should I play it on, on, on Luna if I can play it somewhere else? And there's two other games. 
I've never heard of any of these other games instead, uh, except for Fortnite, so they must be rather small games. And when I look at Luna Plus, it basically looks exactly like Google Stadia. And Google Stadia didn't have many good good games on it. Uh, they had many bad games. They had some average games and maybe five big titles, which were good. So how Luna currently looks like, the same. And the discussion I had like a couple of days ago was around the big publishers. They own their own, they own the access to the customers. And why would they want to go into such a, such a system here, uh, to lose customer access and lose opportunities? The only, in my opinion, the only reason for a big publisher, let's say, uh, um, a publisher like Epic Games, Epic Games has, uh, all right, all right. Maybe not. Let's not talk about Epic Games because Epic Games actually made Fortnite, and Fortnite isn't here. Um, but let's talk about, um, uh, yeah, maybe Blizzard, for example. Blizzard and um, Activision Blizzard, which are the Call of Duty, Diablo, World of Warcraft, and so on and so forth. They have their own tool, their own um, thing. It's not cloud gaming, but it's like a, a platform. They have user access. And if they were thinking to go to such a platform, the platform would need to offer an, a specific uh, benefit for them to to sell their, their IP, basically. And I think um, the benefits could only come if the platform is as big that you have to go to it. So if, let's say, 500 million people or 300 million people are playing on Amazon Luna, then the platform is so big and it's a massive opportunity for you as a publisher to publish your game here and basically sell it for for cheap um because people will just pay ten dollars a month and from these ten dollars all the games will be paid so how much can a new blizzard game really make on such a platform if every people every person playing your game is just paying then ten dollars for the whole service um so the amount of money you can make on that platform might be super low in terms of um, initial playing. Maybe you can get money from, you know, in-game purchases and these kind of things. And then this could kind of make sense if you onboard a lot, lots of players. But what Blizzard currently can do, and that's what they do, they can bring out Diablo 4, Diablo 4, and then can sell it for 70, for $70 per game per user. Uh, and even have the in-game content to sell up. And for them, it wouldn't make too much sense at the moment to opt into Luna um, unless there's so many more people that it would equal out the $70 initial purchase price you pay for Diablo 4 is going to be equaled out or the game is so old that nobody's buying it anymore. So yeah, um, all of that... Completely different story, has nothing to do with Amazon advertising, just with Amazon. And yeah, it's interesting to see. Um, you can, if you have Google, Amazon Prime, just check it out. You can play a couple of games for free. Just check it out and see how it is for you. And then looking at the time, last story for today, Amazon Prime day is over. And I hope you all have started to look into your Amazon ads campaigns because what's usually happening, if you are running deals, 
on your ASINs. Your ASINs will go hot on these days. You will have a very good conversion rate. You will have very good university. And then boom, the day after and the days after, this conversion rate will drop heavily. If you're not running a seven-day deal or whatever, if you just use prime prime exclusive deal or something like that, then for yesterday and also for today, you will see a huge drop in sessions and in conversion rate as well. So you have to prepare your Amazon ad campaigns for that. You can prepare it by cutting budgets, limiting budgets, putting campaigns into a portfolio and put a daily budget on that to limit and uh, to limit your spend. You can reduce your bids and reset them to pre-prime day levels. So one, one thing you can always do is before a prime day, and that's now obviously too late to, to incorporate, but before a prime day, download a bulk sheet. Like, I don't know, um, this week you could have downloaded this on Monday or maybe last week on Friday. Download the bulk sheet with all the current bits. Then for prime day, you will update all your bits and stuff and whatnot. And then after prime day, you will use that bulk sheet you've downloaded a week before, and then you will update your bits to be lower than on prime day. So check your bits and budgets and make sure that you're not overspending on advertising because that's what usually happens in the days after Prime Day. Uh, still very high CPCs and therefore higher than usual ACOS, higher than usual TACOS. Stay aware, stay safe. Have a wonderful weekend and thanks for listening to the podcast and bye-bye. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to Amazon Ads Raw Daily. And remember to stay curious. 